Hello. Hello. Cheap Talk 55, the return of Cheap Talk. You ready, BJ? I'm ready. It's time for some Cheap Talk. You're listening to Trick Chat. (laughs) You sound so excited. I paused to think of something clever, but Ah. it didn't happen. Welcome back to Cheap Talk, your podcast all about cheap trick. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please welcome to the stage the best fucking rock band you've ever seen. Cheap Trick. We love them, don't we, BJ? Sure do. It's been a long time coming, but it sounds so sweet. Here we are, here we are. Once again, we are back just when you thought that you were going to try to get through COVID-19 without Ken and BJ beside you. Well, that's not happening. We're here with you, right? Right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) As always, the ever effervescent BJ Cramp. I'm Ken Mills, your host here today, along with the ever effervescent BJ Cramp. Welcome back to Cheap Talk. Are you glad to be here? Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Hello there, ladies and gents. Yes, here we are. Today, this is just kind of like a reintroductory episode, right? Yeah, yeah, because it's been a while. Yeah, as the uh, hip people say, it's been a hot minute, which I don't understand that. I'm not hip enough to understand that, but I I think it means it's been a while, right? Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. A hot minute, that's really old. Yeah. Isn't that a Red Hot Chili Peppers album? (laughs) Uh, Wrong show. Yeah. So much has happened in the world of Cheap Trick since last we left. Our last episode was on July 14th, 2019. And since then, let's take a look at a couple of the things that have been going on. Cheap Trick's done some cool record store day releases. They've been touring like crazy. They announced a tour with Rod Stewart, which sadly is not happening as of right now. And we've seen... Rick start up a band with his kids, the Nielsen Trust, right? That's pretty cool, TNT, that's pretty neat. And Robin's been doing some some of his stuff, and uh, some exciting things are happening in the world of Cheap Trick, even though they're on furlough. Like, it's great, we're, we're starting to see a lot of cool interviews with Rick Nielsen. Like, he's popping up all over the place, whether it's on Cameo YouTube or on your local news station. And here he is being interviewed by a local news person. And what better day to visit with the lead guitarist from the Rockford Rockers than today? Time to go face-to-face with Rick Nielsen. Wash your hands after this video. Rick Nielsen is spending cheap trick day in Illinois, like most of us, by staying at home. I'm kind of uh, got ants in the pants anyhow, so this is making me stir-crazy times 100. Besides watching Mike Garrion on TV... February, while Cheap Trick lead singer Robin Zander spent the month touring with Alice Cooper in Europe, Nielsen decided to use that time to tour the Midwest with his two sons and daughter-in-law, calling themselves the Nielsen Trust. It's neat being a a musical family, you know, having Kelly and Miles and Dax, and it was a lot of fun. But that fun was cut short after just two shows due to the coronavirus pandemic. I asked Nielsen how long it's been since he's gone even a full month without touring. Uh, Never. I mean, we used to do 
up to 300 shows a year. I'm just not used to it. One thing that has kept Nielsen busy during his time off is Cheap Trick earning a spot in the Library of Congress. Pretty amazing. I mean, it's like I said, I looked at the list of all the people around there. It's like, uh, are you sure that you wanted, wanted us? Cheap Trick's Live at Budokan album is a 2020 inductee into the National Recording Registry. The concert, taped in Japan in 1978, went on to sell more than 5 million records. That's more people than I know. Even before getting much airplay in the U.S., the band gained instant fame in Japan. We got asked to do the first two shows uh, with Queen, and the Japanese press came to see Queen, and they liked us. In 1978, we went over there for the first time. We played every show we did was sold out. But now, instead of playing before big crowds, Nielsen is spending most of his time home alone. And my wife's out of town, which is bad and good. She's staying safe in a different state. It started off for, for, a, for a family vacation, and uh, it's turned into a pandemic vacation. Always great to talk with Rick. And other recordings inducted into the National Registry include Tina Turner's Private Dancer LP, the infamous Giants win the pennant call of the 1951 National League tiebreaker game, and the Boston Symphony's mid-performance announcement of the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Here's a word from Rick Nielsen about COVID-19. Hey, I'm Rick Nielsen from Chief Trick, and I'm a Rockford resident. I'm here in my home self-quarantining myself, and there's a new slogan that's out. It's called all in Illinois. That's a good idea. Governor Prisker says all in Illinois. That's right. We should all stay in. So I'm going to be writing some songs here and self-quarantining myself because I want to see you healthy and happy down the road a bit. All in Illinois. Rockford, Illinois. Yeah, how about that? So listen to Rick, right? Stay home, right, BJ? Yeah. Yeah, Rick's had more of a, an online presence lately, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Fun to see. So if Cheap Trick is taking this seriously, you should take it seriously, right? Yeah, definitely. It's an interesting world. I mean, Cheap Trick is like the one of the hardest working bands in show business. It's, if anyone can get through this, it's, it's going to be Cheap Trick. Well, you mentioned the Nielsen Trust, and I had tickets to see them in March. But, of course, it's been rescheduled. They actually rescheduled it for, I think, December 8th. It ha- that, There's a new date on the books. But, you know, we'll see where we're at in December. You know, hopefully that'll happen, even though it's going to be weird to, if that's the first time I go out to a crowded venue, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a transition to even go back to going to concerts. So, you know, once, once people start trying to go back to normal, Mm-hmm. It's going to feel odd and kind of scary probably at first, so we'll see. But Yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to want to be jumping into any buffets soon. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> we'll see where we're at in December. Right. But right now it's scheduled. I have a ticket still. So Yeah. And Cheap Trick has done some really cool record store day releases. And just to get things going here on Cheap Talk, just to get the Cheap Talk with Trick Chat vibe back, we're going to talk a little bit about a record store day release. And even those have been kind of canceled as well right now. So you can't really have record store day and have it all be only for online, right? <laughs> right. Defeats the purpose, kind of. Yeah. But they did a cover of Give Me Some Truth, and it seems like they're working towards an album, right? Yeah, I 
by all indications, it seems like it's been done for a while. Yeah, they They're keep just, talking about that. They switch record labels, and that's probably part of the delay. And now, you know, everybody's just delaying everything at this point. So Right, right. But here's something that did come out. This came out, this was a Record Store Day exclusive, the historic 1979 New Year's Eve concert at the Los Angeles Forum broadcast live across Southern California on radio station KLOS-FM. This is the first official release of the entire concert. The first four songs of this legendary performance have been sourced from a high-resolution source of the original radio broadcast. This was released on Record Store Day Black Friday, 11-29-2019, with a limited edition of only 3,500 copies on vinyl, which included an MP3 download card. It is entitled, Are You Ready?, Live, December 31st, 1979. And the cover is really cool. It's uh, It's got a live shot from Cheap Trick. It's a really nice package. It, it's a double disc set. And of course, this is not available on CD as of yet, but you can get it on Amazon as a digital download or iTunes, I believe, as a digital download. Or if you buy the vinyl album itself, you can get the uh, actual mp3 download card so those are the only two ways you can get this right now right right and of course as we discuss are you ready we will not be playing full songs sorry but uh, we believe that you should support the artist so if you want to hear more of this go out and buy the album or the mp3 and from the press release it says flashback to the close of the 1970s when Cheap Trick, who electrified the tail end of the decade's rock scene, rang in a new year with their road-tested, rafter-shaking rock and roll revelry at the fabulous Forum just outside of Los Angeles. Rockford's finest deliver all the killer cuts you want, including I Want You to Want Me, Surrender, and Clock Strikes Ten plus tracks from their recent released fourth studio album, Dream Police. This mythic concert is now available for the first time ever, featuring new mixes from the original multi-track masters. Now there's a couple things I'd like to bring up as a question. Like They, they mention the, the hits, that all the cuts you want, like I Want You to Want Me, Surrender, and Clock Strikes Ten. Clock Strikes Ten doesn't really hold up <laughs> compared to the uh, hit reputation of the other two songs you know what i mean yeah not in america that was their first hit in japan yeah, yeah so that was it was a big hit there but yeah i mean that's not a song that non-fans are really familiar with at all here mm-hmm. one thing i noticed that whoever wrote that screwed up because they should have said they were ringing in a new decade exactly that's what's cool about it <laughs> yeah. they said ringing in the new year duh they really missed Whoever wrote that messed that part up. <laughs> but yeah. But that's what's interesting to think about is this is, you know, the eight the beginning of the eighties, the New Year's Eve seventy nine. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the most interesting part is that it's the switch from the seventies to the eighties right there. Right. Now I had some of this on bootleg and I think you can even buy it uh, on Amazon of all places, another version of this, but it's got the DJ speaking over it, right? Like it'll yeah, yeah. For example, it's got the DJ saying you're listening to KLOS over top of the actual recording. Well, this is missing from this. So not only that, you get the first four songs, which I do not believe were available 
on the bootlegs, right? Because that was the only thing right. that was on the bootleg, what was, what was actually aired. And it's interesting because at the beginning of this, you hear them play Dream Police while the announcer is introducing them. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, yeah. Something that didn't really happen very often. Right. I I I like having the D you know the idea of the DJ talking over it like you're hearing it live on the radio when it was happening. Yeah, I would think that would be a cool part to leave in. In my opinion, I mean, I, I like stuff like that. That's what I like about bootlegs, is you feel more like you're at the concert than mm -hmm. if you get some perfect soundboard recording. You know, how many of those do you need? It's like, I like the ambience of a bootleg, you know, more than a, a live recording that pretty much sounds like a studio recording, except there's a little audience noise, you know? Mm -hmm. This has those extra songs, and like I said, it kicks off with them doing Dream Police while the announcer is announcing them. It's amazing. set list from that night hello there clock strikes 10 i'll be with you tonight ain't that a shame california man downed on top of the world gonna raise hell heaven tonight stiff competition voices way of the world need your love i know what i want i want you to want me surrender auld lang syne the house is rocking with domestic problems and they finish it out with dream police how many times are you going to get to uh, buy an album where Cheap Trick sings Old Lang Syne? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they must have done that right at midnight. Yeah. Rick is in rare form on this. And I've read some reviews on Amazon, and some of the people slag this recording. Some people are thrilled to have it. And I'm more in the thrilled to have it category because even though the first four songs there's a bit of a, an audio shift, would you say, as far as quality? Yeah. Yeah. Different source. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you notice the shift? Whenever the fifth song started. <laughs> okay. So there you go. I don't remember what the fifth, which, which is the fifth song. Well, there's hello there. Clock strikes 10. I'll be with you tonight. Ain't that a shame. And then California man, but downed is where I really noticed difference uh -huh. for sure. So, Thank you. 
This is back when they were touring with keyboardist Jay Winding, and he is a very pronounced player in this. Normally, when you hear Cheap Trick with uh, an additional keyboardist, he's not really adding all that much, or the person who's doing it is not really adding all that much. He's kind of using things that sound like they were on the album track, but this is someone actually playing an actual organ, as opposed to putting in synthesizer sounds that sound like violins and things like that, right? So you've got some of that, but you also have the actual playing. And in many ways, it leads to some of the funkiest cheap trick that I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, this is, you know, this is the Dream Police tour. So this is basically the peak, the peak of cheap trick, really, the Dream Police tour. This is them at, at their at their height, at the peak of their powers, right. if you will. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of all downhill from here until they get to their, you know, number one hit, you know, in 87. But, yeah, this is like, as far, I mean, it's uh, it's fitting that it's the end of the 70s because this, you know, they, this is the definitely the height of 70s cheap trick right here. Mm-hmm. And I think for a fan to be able to have this as a legitimate re- release with that cool cover, it's just fantastic. And one of the things I notice is that there are zero songs from the first album on here. Right. Kind of following yeah. what happened with Budokan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the first album gets short shrift, even though it's such a masterpiece, but absolute masterpiece it's it's so strange to me because you think of how many great songs are on that and but then again downed is played on this and i love downed don't get me wrong but at this point they were still able to play songs that weren't quote unquote hits you know what i mean there's there's those songs that i don't care who the band is when you get to a certain point there's that list of songs that you have to play almost every night right yeah like, for example, California Man and Downed are not necessarily two of the ones that I think would be in that thing, even though I absolutely love Downed. I think it's a gorgeous song. Love it to pieces. But it's also interesting to see how much love Dream Police is given, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it makes sense. That's Yeah. What all songs are from Dream Police on this? We've got uh, Dream Police itself, The House is Rocking with Domestic Problems, I Know What I Want. I'll Be With You Tonight. Yeah. Way of the World, my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, a lot of the records. Gonna Raise Hell, a lot yeah, of the records on. Most of the record is Need Your Love, too, right? Yep, Need Your Love. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the question is what song from Dream Police isn't on here? <laughs> right way uh, writing on the wall <laughs> yeah i think that's the only one let's 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 do yeah. a comparison here I'll no just, voices I'll just run through. no voices right no voices is on there oh, okay so everything except writing on the wall okay we've got yeah. dream police is on there way of the world that's on there right yeah yeah house is rocking gonna raise hell i'll be with you tonight voices writing on the wall not there i know what i want Need Your Love. Yeah, that's the only song that's not on here. So this album is almost like Dream Police Live. Yeah. Wow. And I don't know I don't know when they ever did Writing on the Wall. They probably did it at some point. Hmm. 
interesting thing to try to find. If anybody out there knows that Cheap Trick did writing on the wall, let us know when and what show. Yeah, right. They must have, right? Yeah, I'm sure they did it at some point. It seems like they've thrown in almost every song from their catalog at some point. Mm-hmm. But what do you think of this set list? Does it hold up for you? Well, it's got the best of both worlds, meaning on top of the world and way of the world, which are two of my <laughs> very favorite Cheap Trick songs right there. So any set that has both of those songs in it, you know, that makes it a good set. But yeah, doing the entire Dream Police album, basically, and not any songs from the first album, you know, that's not, that's definitely not a perfect Cheap Trick set, but obviously it's great it's all great songs so but if you went to see cheap trick somewhere and this was the set list they did i think you'd be thrilled to see it yeah just because way of the world was in Mm -hmm. there because that's not a song i've seen them do a whole lot of times yeah As we mentioned earlier, some of the sound on this is not 100% at times. Do you feel that it hampers the experience of the album? No. Well, like like I said before, I don't want a live album to sound perfect. I don't really see the point of that, of that you know? Just listen to the records, <laughs> then, if, if you want it to sound perfect. Um, that's why I much prefer bootlegs to official releases usually because I like I just like feeling like you're at the show mm-hmm. not like you have your headphones plugged into the soundboard <laughs> you know so what do you think of some of the choices that Jay Winding does on keyboard yeah that it, that's an unusual thing for them to have it was probably unique uh, plus since this is such a big show Maybe they, maybe they fleshed out some of the arrangements 
just for this show. Like for mm-hmm. example, at the Silver concert, the way they, you know, that was a that was a one like the Silver concert was a one time thing where they performed songs, you know, in a way that they did they don't at any other show. And maybe they did something similar with with this, since it was the New Year's Eve show at the Forum. Maybe they thought we're gonna, you know, have some grander arrangements going on here, have bring Jay fun. into, yeah. Because they kind of let him loose, right? He's kind of off the chain a bit. And like I said, it, it leads to some funky moments. I think that this is the funkiest version of Gonna Raise Hell I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, the song is a dance track, you know. Yeah, it's a perfect song to make funky. <laughs> but but it's also like a Cheap Trick's heavy metal song, you know? So Yeah. I think the way to go with Gonna Raise Hell is make it heavier. Not funkier, <laughs> but but it's if nothing else, this album is worth picking up for that.
Rick is setting the stage for his weird 2000 fixation on this album. There's a part where he talks about the different, you know, here we are, we're ready for 1980. 1990 the year 2000 which became a cheap trick logo thing they would use that in their logo or you would see it on albums and there was a system of numbering the albums that way right we're gonna raise hell we're gonna raise hell in 2000. Rick is really on fire in this, and there's some of the background vocals that I, I think that if this would have been like an official official release, right back in the day, that Rick would have went in and cleaned it up if he could have. <laughs> but that's what you were saying earlier about you want a live album to sound live. You don't want it to sound like oh it's perfect without blemish. You know you do want some of that. Some of the mistakes make it human, right? That's that's cheap trick live is Rick Nielsen is not going to be perfect on the guitar or the vocals. That's part of seeing cheap trick live is that, especially back then, you know, Rick is is doing his. Um, how have I seen it described? His psycho calisthenics you know, <laughs> during the show. You know, he's he's romping around and obviously he's going to be out of breath. Sometimes he's not even on the mic. Sometimes he gets to the mic late. Mm-hmm. You know, Tom Peterson is playing the guitar parts so that Rick can <laughs> do whatever he's doing. But that's a huge part of a Cheap Trick live show, you know, is mm-hmm. Rick Nielsen being a, a crazy person. And that that wildness of Rick live comes through in his performance. So obviously, yeah, you you don't want it to be perfect. If you appreciate Rick Nielsen's, you know, the way he performs live mm-hmm. well that's all going to be a part of it then you know right and what'd you think of voices it almost has a country sound to it huh <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it feels like a new year's eve party yeah it's like they're putting on a bigger show than they would normally put on mm-hmm. just because of what show it was
And uh, this is when Tom Peterson had moved away from uh, dressing like an adult sophisticate to wearing the parachute outfit. You know what I'm talking about? Mm, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Because it always seemed like Cheap Trick, when they first started, you had uh, Rick, who was this impudent bratish child right <laughs> the schoolboy in the same way kind of like angus young was then you had robin yeah. who was like the kid who was in his teens then you had tom who was like the guy who was maybe 27 and then you had bunny the same character maybe that wound up you know selling insurance or working at a tire place or you know <laughs> but it's just to see that yeah. kind of like evolution i always tried to make sense of it and that's the only way i could but think about it. This was before Tom left the band. This was before All Shook Up. I mean, All Shook Up was already in preparation at this point. It's amazing to think how fast things were going, right? Yeah. And the the shift, the shift from the 70s to the 80s was such an extreme shift. And so now, since in retrospect, we know how different the 80s were from the 70s. It mm-hmm. just makes this kind of point in time a lot more interesting. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that we would never see again, right? Uh, it's uh, This is a pretty important moment. I feel kind of caught and captured and legitimately released now. I'm hoping that there is a CD release of it, though. Yeah. But it's interesting to think what was going on at this time. I mean, they had toured with Kiss... So that had happened. They're now in 16 Magazine. They went from singing songs about, like, basically Richard Speck and poisoning children to being in 16 Magazine at this point. So this stage was being set for All Shook Up and for Tom's departure. So this really is a very unique document to have, right? Tom was probably on his way out already at this, on December 31st, 1979. They probably all knew that Tom was going to be gone. Or maybe they, maybe they knew, you know. What we've got for you all now is another song from a Dream Police album, and this is called "I Know What I Want and I Know How to Get It." All right.
got the idea that they wanted all shook up for tom to be on it and it didn't quite work out that way right yeah well one of the disagreements they had is that you know machines make money tom's song was going to be on the record because he was insistent even though it wasn't good it was not a good song and i'm sure probably nobody else wanted it on there october 24th was when all shook up was released yeah, it's weird to think that this is December 31st, 1979. On January 17th, 1981, they, they would be performing Baby Loves to Rock and Can't Stop It, but I'm going to try with Pete Comito on Saturday Night Live. Or a little more than a year later. Yeah. So according to Still Competition, the Listener's Guide to Cheap Trick, Robert Lawson writes, In February and March of 1980, sessions were held at Air Studios on the Caribbean island of Montserrat. Vocals and overdubs were done at Air Sisters Studio in London three weeks later. Longtime Beatles producer George Martin, along with his trusted engineer Jeff Emmerich, manned the boards for all sessions. Bassist Tom Peterson declined to fly to London for the final week of studio work, one of the first signs of his disenchantment with the band. Because of his absence, some bass guitar work on the album would have to be handled by Rick Nielsen. In October, the new full-length album was released. So so it was just a month and a half later, Tom was gone. Yeah. Yes, if you think about it, they're, um, this is New Year's Eve 1979, so they're moving into the 80s. Tom's going to leave the band. All Shook Up is not a very successful album. And then they get sued by their record label in 81. So, you know, the beginning of the 80s for Cheap Trick wasn't going too well. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Very interesting. But so it's it's really not hyperbole to say that this is Cheap Trick at the height of their powers. No, it's completely accurate there. And now it's going to kind of go to shit <laughs> for a while, you know? And they, they they struggle through the first half of the 80s. They put out great records, but, you know, in terms of, you know, selling those records, it's a struggle. And then, but then, you know, Tom comes back and they have a number one hit single. Interesting, yeah. So how would you rate this album? It's fine. It's definitely an interesting document of, as we're, you know, figuring out here, a very interesting moment in time for the band. So it's a good thing to have. Yeah, I, I think so too. I, I think if you're on the fence about picking this up, this is definitely something to get a hold of. And like I said, if you get the vinyl, you get the download free with it. So it's a win win, right? Right. Plus, how many times do you get to buy a brand new Cheap Trick album from 1980, right? <laughs> 1979, 1980, <laughs> you know. So definitely a thumbs up here. I'm really glad to have it in our collection for sure. 
And uh, so that's two thumbs up from both the ever enthusiastic BJ and from Ken Mills. <laughs> that's right. So yeah, and as you up. just pointed out, this is the only Cheap Trick live album where you get to hear them performing in both the 70s and the 80s on oh. one concert. Wow. Because by the end of this show, the encore, it's 1980, probably. Yeah. So. Definitely. I never thought about it like that. So there, you're right. So two Rick Nielsen thumbs up from us, right? Because that that's his big thing is the thumb and the pointing. And So there we go. So check it out. Are You Ready or Not? Live at the Forum, December 31st, 1979. Add it to your Cheap Trick vinyl collection for sure. And of course, a reminder, what you heard today were only samples of a great album that you should purchase, so get a hold of Are You Ready? Live from Cheap Trick. And as fate would have it, as we record this today, it is announced that there is a new live album from 1977 coming from Cheap Trick called Cheap Trick, Out to Get You, Live 1977. It is a Record Store Day exclusive Available June 20th, 2020. It is, again, 2LP set from Legacy with a quantity of only 4,700. It is a Record Store exclusive day release. The press release reads, Dateline 1977. With punk on the rise in the United Kingdom, rock and roll experienced a tectonic shift the world over. Rockford, Illinois' cheap trick rode that shakeup touring relentlessly in support of their self-titled debut album. In June of that year, bursting with kinetic energy while recording the follow-up, In Color, the group spontaneously booked a handful of club shows at the Whiskey A Go-Go in L.A., knocking out audiences with an onslaught of down-and-dirty rock and righteousness, including favorite songs that wouldn't appear on albums for years. Released for the first time ever and newly mixed by two-time Grammy Award winner Guy Massey. Cheap Trick, Out to Get You Live 1977 showcases a band taking determined steps towards world domination. And here is the track listing. Hello there. Come on, come on. Oh Candy, Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Peace. Hello Kitties, Hot Love, Southern Girls, Cry Cry, Big Eyes, High Roller, He's a Whore, Daddy Should Have Stayed in High School, Can't Hold On, Clock Strikes 10, Loser, Taxman, Mr. Thief, Ain't That a Shame, Oh Caroline, Oh Boy, You're All Talk, Off Wiedersehen, and Good Night. So check out Cheap Trick Out to Get You Live 1977. It's got a cool black and white cover, and this is another great legacy release so looking forward to this support what you love get out there and get that again supposed to be available june 20th 2021 right bj and i are going to be back to talk about what's coming up on cheap talk but first we're going to play an interview from this last summer from rock and pod 2019 and we had some listeners that came up and said hello. And it is the one, the only Charlie Hill. And at the time, Daniela Hill, his fiance, they've since been married. So we want to say congratulations to them. Long life, long love, right? Definitely. So congratulations on getting married and congratulations for being on Cheap Talk. Here we go. Let's listen to Charlie, Ken, and Daniela. Hello, 
you are listening to Cheap Talk, your podcast full of cheap trick. Here we are, live from the Nashville Rockin' Pod 3. BJ's been doing most of the recordings today, but you get to hear my dulcet golden tones. This gentleman walked up to me and BJ, and he had the latest t-shirt on. And he just looked at me with venom in his eyes. And he said, you didn't like that album. No, that's not what happened. Please introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Charlie Hill from Florida. I don't know. I, I think the album is underrated. It's got great songs. It may not be as cohesive as every other record before it, but to me, it's it's underrated, and it's the last one with Bunny. Right. Well, that gives it bonus points. Uh, the thing is, is that it's not a bad album, but when you have so many classic great albums no i get your point but at the same time i personally love it from beginning to end so it's one of those records that for me pretty much every song works so like the soda commercial even that one doesn't bother me you know what because i wasn't aware that it used to be a commercial i got into cheap trick really kind of late in life because i knew the hits and Ralph Vieira, yeah. uh, he's the one that my personal me doctor. Uh, we went to see them earlier this year, and we had front row seats. And Ralph was at the show, and you know, we, we were talking. I'm like, hey, dude, come on down. There's well, you know, Ralph name checked you in our interview. I know, I saw, I heard was it. Was that a special moment for you? <laughs> Highlight. The two, two of the gods of podcast. I know together. No. No, but so you as well, Ken. Don't. don't. Yeah. <laughs> At JTB, Jason Thomas Broderick, he did a rebuttal on the second I heard episode. it. No, I heard the, the whole he thing. He came over and punched me right in the mouth. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start telling people it's my favorite Cheap Trick no, album. To me, this is the last good Cheap Trick record. I don't like the last two, unfortunately. Now, why is that? I, I don't know. It's, it feels almost forced. I, it doesn't have the same spirit. And I don't know if it's because of Dax, though I think he's a great player. I just can't get into, especially the, it's, we're all right. There's not one song there I'm like, wow. I think it's the songwriting. They've gotten a little lazy, maybe? Well, yeah, but you're defending an album in which they dug out all the retreads and the Yeah, stuff. no, but this, for me, the latest works. Like, it's quality right. songwriting. But Still, I think that's I might have been old. But yeah, but I think that's when that started, is on okay. the list. So that's, that's my thing. No, I hear your point. Yeah, and I think Julian Raymond, I think he's a fine producer, but I think it's enough for him with Cheap Trick, right? Okay. I love this band so much. I want nothing but the best for them. I want someone that's going to challenge them. I want yeah, to see the return of Rick Nielsen. I agree. On lead writing. I agree. What do you think is stopping him from, from being... I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have anything to prove anymore. I mean, he do- these guys have earned their spot. And that's not cutting them down. Yeah. Please don't think that. It's just, seriously, it's a beautiful... They've they managed to make this amazing thing happen. Ken, which one is personally your favorite of the Cheap Trick records? Well, I either want to go to the first album... Uh-huh. Or I hate to say it, but Budokan. It was oh, no, such well, a landmark. I, of know. course, but I, like a studio record for me is Heaven Tonight. That that record is perfection. Now, this beautiful woman that smells so good just <laughs> sat <laughs> That's down. That's my girl, Daniela. <laughs> this is your girl, Daniela? Yeah. <laughs> you know she's going to be my girl, Daniela. <laughs> you don't wouldn't mind that, would you? No. Okay. <laughs> what would you say? What'd you say? 
I don't mind. Okay, now <laughs> let me ask you a question. Are you in the cheap trip? I am. You are? I am. Well, you lucked out. Yeah. Well, I introduced her to the cheap trip. He really said, this is Robin Zander, this is Danielle. Oh, it's not like that. He actually, he's, uh, he got us uh, passes to meet them, so we will be meeting them in a couple of weeks. Oh, my. I'm going to go all fangirl on you right now. Oh, my God. That would be so cool. I would love to meet those guys. Uh, actually, I got a weird story uh, about meeting them. My friend Branton and I, back in, like... 86 or so after Tom came back mm -hmm. we made fake backstage passes and worked on the stage crew nice and we were up there and the mistake I made was I was starting to pick up every guitar pick on the floor and not like putting it in a thing okay. I was stuffing them in my pocket oh boy so they went this guy is not with us you know, what I mean? they could tell. Uh, okay. But I love that band so much. You know, well, I got a funny story myself of meeting them. I, I met them when they were, I think, was it last year that they were opening up for Poison, which by itself, it's, it's a crime. Um, I got the photo up. I got to meet them. But I was so nervous that I stood ne next to Robin Zander and I elbowed him, and he actually goes, "Ouch! <laughs> I, I hurt my hero." <laughs> You're the guy that that hurt Robin Zander. I yeah, can't so believe it. Yeah, you can it. see in the picture. Robin's not too happy. <laughs> All right. Now, has he been a dutiful, a dutiful partner and got you into the catalog? Like, what's your favorite Cheap Trick album? I would say my favorite is Dream Police. Oh, now why? I like the songs on it. I really dig voices. I, See, I thought it was because they live inside of your head. That too. See, it's, 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 a, it's a constant loop. I imagine. I imagine. What's what's your cheap trick dream concerning Danielle? What what, what, what oh, would you like uh, to have happen? I, we were actually talking about this. It's like, wouldn't it be amazing to hire them for a wedding? You know, have them play our song. One song. Um, I want you to want. No, no, what no. Would what would it be? Our song. She loves voices. If you if you want my love, you've got it. Yes. Let's all sing That's, together. Ready. If you want my love, you've got it. When you need my love, you've got it. I won't hide it. I won't throw your love away. Um, have you ever watched the video? Yeah, because he does that. Throw your love because he's he's trying to make it look like he's singing, but it like it looks like Elmer Fudd there yeah. for a second. But you know, it's weird. Because only a true fan is going to debate which album's better than the other and, and take it apart and say, I like this, I don't like that, yeah, I, I love this. I mean, I love all their stuff, even the stuff that I don't like. Right. I, I love because it's my favorite band. But, right. you know, it's a matter of pers uh, personal preference. So if you don't like the latest, it's cool. But I, no, I need to stand up for it. Here's the weird thing. This is the truth. Every time we do a roundtable... I wind up loving the album more after by the time so by the time I'm done editing I'm like I want to go back and change my answers to yeah. some stuff. I, I love the fact that you play the song either live or play like a, a demo of it that we, I've never heard before so that's well I, it's, I think it's an almost an educational yeah. thing seriously I what would you say to someone that's not listening to cheap talk ah, that's a cheap check it out because Again, a lot of people have this misconception that Cheap Trick are just, uh, I want you to want me, and 
surrender and all that, but they have so much good stuff. It, it, to me, superior than those songs. And just just dig in a little bit, give them a chance, because they are heavy when they want to, and they, the most beautiful ballad writing to me is it, like Mandocello, Voices, you name it. Even Y.O.Y. to me is a beautiful song. I agree. So, I understand. Check them out. So Don't, your favorite album is? Heaven Tonight. Heaven Tonight. Every song to and me. Dream Police. Yeah, so for her, it's Dream Police. That's but again, the latest, yeah. give it a chance. So, man, <laughs> you lucked out because... If she, if this woman listens to Cheap Trick, she's like a total package. She's, 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 she's beautiful. A king, she's a King Diamond girl. She's a king, king Diamond girl. <laughs> Abigail, I understand. But I'm looking at you with your beautiful raven hair, and your beautiful raven eyes. It should be called Raven. But no, seriously, you're a babe, total babe. You are one of the luckiest dudes oh, I've I know ever that. met. Believe me, I know. <laughs> Not only that, she likes Cheap Trick. Did you meet Tracy Yeshulis here? No. Oh, she's here. Okay. From the Facebook page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's here. It's a tr she's a trip. And I have to apologize to BJ because I didn't recognize him earlier. And <laughs> well, BJ's a contrarian. Okay. Oh, I'm still holding your hand. I'm sorry. It's warm. I don't mind. My hand is nice. Yes, it is nice. I've had worse things said. <laughs> like an officer saying, you've got to stop that now. No, that never happened. That never happened. But I wanted to thank you for oh, no, thank stopping you, by and thank you for listening we to We love the your show. podcast, both of us. Because there's there's so much that can be learned from the shows. Not that we're like super experts or anything, but we investigate and spread it all out, you know, and right. put out the info. So we appreciate you spreading the love with Cheap Trick. Because hopefully there will be a new record soon and it'll redeem the last one for me. Are you sure? Because, you know, you might think in six months, you might go, that's my favorite new album. Uh, no, yeah. I don't think uh, We're All Right it will ever be in my top five or ten. Oh, okay. All right. Well, anyway, I want right. to thank you for thank coming, Thank you, Ken. Sir. It's a pleasure. The great Charlie Hill. <laughs> thank you. The, the master of disaster. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't hurt to get me front row. Oh, next time if you you're cheap, ever in Florida. You cheap son of a bitch. You could you hook up well, Ralph. Where do you live, Ken? I live in Arkansas. Okay, well, there you go. But it's a schlep. You know, we're in Fort Lauderdale. Right. I could hang out with Danielle here yeah. and go see Cheap Trick Most right in definitely. the front row. So you're the hookup. Most definitely. Are you going to see them with CZ Top? Uh, I might. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yet. But uh, anyway, I want to thank you for being part of no, Cheap Trick. thank Talk you. Today. Thank All you. Right, brother. We'll see you. God bless. Likewise. By the way, I like the light just a lot better than I ever did. Hey, nice meeting you, too. thank Charlie and Daniela for being on Cheap Talk and we have some exciting plans coming up for this year on Cheap Talk. Here we go. Ready BJ? Yeah, definitely. And we have some cool shows lined up, right? Yeah. Yeah, we've got a trio of shows ready to go. That's right. We have this series that we're working on, but first we've got, uh, we're going to do as many of the albums as we can with somebody who is in a band, right? Somebody who, who we respect and someone who loves Cheap Trick. And we, we hope to bring you 
a few of them, but we have the first three already lined up, and they are from the Rock and Roll Residency, from the Gene Simmons Band, from the Ace Fraley Band, from Accept, and so many other bands. These guys do so much. Phil Schaus is from Accept, but you've got Jeremy Asbrock, who's going to talk the first Cheap Trick album. You've got Ryan Spencer Cook, uh, who doubles for Aquaman, I think, at times. Uh, and, and, and he's going to discuss In Color. And you've got Phil Schaus, who is also in the band Accept. And, and Phil's going to talk about Heaven Tonight. So the first three Cheap Trick albums from three great rock and rollers, three guys who love Cheap Trick, and we're lucky enough to share the stage with them. And you'll hear some of their stories, their personal Cheap Trick histories, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And we also have an episode coming up with Magic Christian, right? Yeah, we talked to Phil Magic Christian. That was great, great conversation we had with him. I'm excited to have that episode come out eventually. <laughs> yeah. So we've been busy behind the scenes compiling some cheap trick coolness, but it's all coming your way. And we want to point out a few things before we take off. Uh, get Still Competition. Robert Lawson's book, all about cheap trick. Get reputation is a fragile thing. There are still copies that are able to be found. When the Nielsen Trust gets back on the road, get out there and see him. Support what you love. Support Robin Zander and, and his son's shows. And and when the band is in full swing, I'm sure that we will see you all on the road. Don't forget to check out Ralph Vieira's Cheap Trick Tube. And he does some great stuff over there. We were on an episode with Robert Lawson, you and I, Robert Lawson, and Ralph Vieira, doing our favorite songs off each Cheap Trick album. It was a series of, I think, four shows, right? Or three shows. I can't remember. But check it out. If you want more Cheap Talk, we were to be found there as well. That's uh, Vieira Vault. Yeah, Vieira Vault. And you can see it also on cheap trick tube or on Vieira vault so check it out ralph we love you and i hope to be bringing robert lawson and tracy yashulis into the podcast booth here at cheap talk so hopefully we'll hear from them as well so we will keep you company through this we will get through this together we want everyone to be safe and we want to dedicate this episode to everybody on the front lines whether it be the doctors, the nurses, the people that are in janitorial, everyone at the hospitals, everyone at the doctor's offices, everybody at the clinics, stay safe, be safe. We count on you. We want to thank everybody that's doing grocery deliveries, uh, grocery stores, the clerks, everybody, even the janitorial staff again, and all the people that are out there, are all of our trucker friends that are out there on the road, everybody at the warehouses getting this stuff out. And the Postal Service, you know, a lot of people don't think about them, but thank God for the Postal Service. You know, we, we need them and everybody that does the deliveries. Thank everyone along the way, all along the chain. We dedicate this episode to you. We need you. You've always been important. You have always been essential, but never more so than now. So thank you. Right, BJ? The Postal Service is an amazing operation that people just take for granted. Absolutely. And it's an essential part of this country and something we should be really proud of. And obviously, we need it very much. It's very important. And don't just take it for granted. You know, it, you, it's easy to take it for granted that the stuff just shows up in your mailbox every day. But think about how fast that happens, how efficiently it happens, 
and how important it is to your daily life. So they helped build this country without the postal service where yeah. we have been without the pony express about it's a long rich heritage so we want to thank everybody out there on the front lines all the people that keep america going and it's you it's not necessarily the billionaires it's the people that are putting it on the line every day like they always do thank you from both bj myself and everybody here at cheap talk what we're saying is not cheap talk <laughs> In honor of all the nurses and doctors, now we're going to play The Doctor, the title track from Cheap Tricks 1986 album. I thought we were going to honor them. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you all on the next episode of Cheap Talk. We're going to have some fun this summer. Love you. Keep cheap tricking. And stay safe. Right, PJ? Stay safe. And that's our show. Trick Chat is an online nonprofit audio fanzine made by fans for fans. Any samples of music or interviews heard remain property of their owners. We are not related to Cheap Trick or any of their members past or present. If you hear anything you like from the band, go on Amazon or iTunes to buy it. If you enjoyed this show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm your announcer, Chelsea Epstein, saying keep cheap tricking.